What's going on, everyone? Thank you for listening to the Self-Disruption Podcast, where we give you the tools and insights to improve your lifelong learning, leadership, and innovation with the top minds in their field today. Brought to you by SEAC, a global leader in lifelong learning and innovation. Check them out at seasiacenter.com. I've got all their details down in the show notes. I'm your host, Dana Blue, and in this episode, I talk with friend of the show, Dr. Dan, who's a professional trainer and business consultant. We talk about how individuals and organizations can help develop and nurture a creative mindset, as well as some of the tools and tricks that Dr. Dan recommends for doing that. And then we dive into how that creative mindset helps fuel innovation, both individually and at an organization level. So sit back, relax, and let's get right into it. Dr. Dan, and thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I've been trying to get you on here for a while, and I finally got you. And we're going to talk today about creative, creative mindsets and how that plays into innovation at work. And, you know, innovation has really become a buzzword in, in the business world, in the tech world. And a lot of people talk about, you know, corporate innovation and they want to have accelerators and hackathons and, and all these things. But mindset is actually one of the things that they, they don't address a lot of times I've seen especially in Asia companies put in a bunch of money and they say oh we're gonna do a hackathon and they do a hackathon and they're not happy with the outcome because they didn't do sort of the pre-work right and help people develop their creativity you know understand how creativity works what their mindset should be like and how that drives innovation and to me it's crazy (laughs) that it's overlooked so much so talk, talk to me real quick about what creativity is and, and the role that it actually plays, the creative mindset plays in innovation. Oh, thank you very much, first of all, for your question, because I think it's, um, how do I say, it's a thought-provoking question. Uh, we do talk a lot about innovation. Mm. In, to me, I like to look at innovation as a process, whereas you know, it's not an event. Okay, and this process um, to make it happen or to to be successful, you need what we would call the creative mindset. People talk a lot about what they want, mm-hmm. but they don't really think about, you know, how would they create the environment that will be, you know, creative. Mm-hmm. So the creative mindset is the essence of making the innovation happen. Mm-hmm. How do I see that? Because y- it starts from yourself. You have to feel that you're ready, okay? And you know, the people will be talking the same languages. Mm-hmm. And that is the first thing that, you know, what is missing in today's world. Uh, a lot of top management executives, they spend so much money doing the, um, you know, the, um, the workshop, or the project. But yeah. what is missing is that making people feel that they could be creative and the culture. Okay, and, and you know, that is where the creative mindset is, you know, the starting point. I've played a role either as a facilitator or a coach or a mentor in, in so many hackathons, dozens and dozens of hackathons all over Asia. Never once have I gone to a hackathon and they were doing pre-work on creativity or creative mindset. It's always problem, task, outcomes. And a lot of times the outcomes are good, but a lot of times they're not at all. And one of the things I've, I've said probably the past 10 or so hackathons I've done is, you know, I really feel like there's sort of a lack of creativity 
going into the problem solving process. And uh, after we had a conversation last week and I really started to feel like, you know, it's the mindset, the creative mindset that's, that's missing. And I, I want to find a way that, you know, companies or organizations can take steps to implement the creative mindset. And I know you've done so much work in the past out with innovation, separate from innovation, but all kind of related to creativity. What are some of the steps that you see that help organizations lead into creativity? First of all, we need to have the same pace of understanding of what we are looking for in terms of doing innovation project. And it is important that people have the alignment. I'm talking about, you know, people from different levels in the organization or mm-hmm. we are talking about, you know, different stakeholders. And what is missing is that people assume that innovation is a process and they can just use the tools and they're going to make it happen. Mm. It would, but it will not be, you know, um, human-centered. Meaning, yeah. you know, people don't have to believe and they just go through the process, but they don't, you know, really align on, you know. They don't, how they don't get it. They don't get it. That's yeah. right. That's right. They just they just use the tools, you know, as a way to get the ideas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just about to get the best idea. It's the idea that they need to get excited. So they have to feel that they are creative before they get to you know the process. It's kind of like the difference between a carpenter and an architect, yeah. right? Like a co- or a builder, so they can use the hammer, they can use the the measuring mm-hmm. tape, and they can build uh, the same structure over and mm-hmm. over again. But someone who's a creative architect or, or who has kind of that or that background and they have that creativity, they're using a different tool almost. And I, a lot of times, I feel like creativity or creative mindset is the tool that people are leaving out of the box, mm-hmm. right? And like you said, they're using the innovative tools or, or the, the processes and the ideas that, you know, any, I think as an entrepreneur and pretty, probably every entrepreneur out there has read Sprint, you know, the book about design mm-hmm. sprints and design thinking that, that's been wildly popular. And even I've been guilty of this, is I, I took the step-by-step process out of that book at one of my companies and we went through it, it worked for us, but it, it did leave us feeling like, okay, we could have done more. Hmm. We could have we could have maybe come up with a different, maybe better outcome had we, I think, understood the idea of creative mindset. Were you excited when you did it? Well, yeah, at the time, yes. You know, but also that comes with being a you know a three month old startup, and we we all went out to Colanta and you know stayed at a hotel and really went mm. through the process together. But you know the excitement was there, but I, I think the problem was I didn't do as much work leading into it as I probably should have. And I now having gone through that process and sort of led that sprint with my company, I, I look back and I see that same issue replicated. And uh, I'd like to hear from you what you think, how you think create the creative mindset could have lined up with what we're doing because, you know, I did the work, but I read the book. I kind of outlined the steps. Mm-hmm. I had a plan going in, but I didn't do the work of getting my team on board with, all right, these are the kind of the creative tools I want you to develop before we go. Okay. Um, how I look at it, the use of the creative tools is important, mm-hmm. but the the very fundamental thing you need to make people feel that they are ready to be creative. Mm. 
So it's a feeling. They not only they need to be excited joining the team. They need to also be passionate about what they are about to do. Mm-hmm. And you know they they need to have that feeling. Mm. All right. And a lot of time we spend time with the teams before we actually get into the process. Okay. All right. And and you know a lot of us are in what we call the comfort zone. So we usually you know fall into what we believe you know we could think. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time we you know. Even we use the tools, but you know it's just the new tools, but the same approach, mm-hmm. <laughs> the same mindset. You know, so we we start to tell us, you know, this cannot be done. This is, you know, the way to go. And sometimes it's unconscious. Mm. So you know, one of the best way that I would do is I would just trying to break the eyes of the people, and then you know, so once they get out of their own comfort zone. And then we can start about the process. So, so I spend more time on that, you know, sort of the um, the initial stage, mm-hmm. rather than jump into, you know, using the tools and get excited about the tools and generating the ideas and so on and so forth. Mm. It's the mindset that they need to to start inside. Like you know, sometimes we we talk about the constraint we have, mm. and then we just spend you know some time talking about that. Yeah. Now, how long does it take to get? Like if I started today with zero creative mindset, or I think I have zero creative mindset. Everybody's creative, though. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But but I'm saying like if I if I if I were completely and today the I do do exercises to work on my creativity in different areas. But for a listener out there who maybe feels stuck or feels like they they're not right and they have that misconception right. or they have that constraint they're putting on themselves. What are some of the things they can do to start to develop their creativity and their creative mindset? Oh, it, it starts from your behavioral action, your daily behavior. So, so what can they do? What can okay, they you, you know how I get to work? Sometimes I take a bus. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> bus I, 8? You take bus 8? Public buses. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you get sweat and all that. Yeah. Because I, I like to feel, you know, if I don't drive, yeah. okay, what would the experience be? So sometimes I do think that I think I was supposed to be doing, but I change my mind right away because I just want to have different way of doing things so that I can feel it. You're pushing yourself. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes I I take the project that I don't like, mm-hmm. not because I'm bored, but because I felt that it's worth the pain. Mm. And and a lot of times I I have my key learning, which make me you know. Think out of the box in a way, mm. so it's not just about saying that you don't be, you want to be creative. You have to do it, and how we could do it, you start from something very simple. Mm. Taking the bus. Exactly, or you know, if you if you enjoy so much of the of the beef burger, just try pork burger, mm. just try green you know papaya salad. That's my favorite. Sometimes. Exactly, you know that <laughs> people just don't change the way they do things, and then when it comes to the process, when they're working with people, they bring with them the mindset of you know what they like without without thinking about it, mm. and it's it's very common. We, you cannot say that we have to be bias free. There's no such a thing, but you could minimize it. And one of the way is just to start doing things differently on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. I I, I like that a lot because it, it's. The, the advice is so simple, but you know, I think about it. It really is true. Like, you know, nine times out of ten, I, I and I'm guilty of this. I eat the same thing mm. almost every day, and I- if I really did push myself, I could, I, I could eat something completely different and have a new experience, develop a little creativity. Now, the bus. I'm not sure I'm as brave <laughs> as you, 
I've taken I've taken bus eight before, and that was scary. That was like being on a roller coaster going to Chinatown. But no, I I mean, change even the way you come into work. You you commute in a different way, or you take a different route. I can, I can see all that. That's challenging from a creative perspective. So what would be the once you once you're used to those small steps, right? Like you make little changes in your daily life instead of black coffee you get a latte instead of a latte you get a hot chocolate or a tea right you take the bus instead of drive i i also talk less when i need to talk so what i do i i get to meet different people and sometimes i i put you know my hand on my mouth really so that when i'm about to say something i think about it and i wait until I hear something deeper, mm. and often I learn that even I use it with my family members, my 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 boys, my my son, he's very energetic, mm. and I usually jump to judge him without knowing that I'm I'm judging him, mm. and then you know when I put the hand on my mouth, I realize that oh there's so much that I I misinterpret, and this is you know if you don't practice, you know wait to hear the story whether the story will be pleasant or not then the story always has always comes with a meaning so I, you know that's what I, I trying to do more mm. so you know I, I talk less sometimes and I listen more and I listen with the what I would call with the heart meaning I, I, I don't think about whether I like it or whether you know it will sound good or not mm. but I just listen for the sake of listening and, and that you know helped me think about you know how would I articulate my idea differently. Mm. So that's how I how I you know tell myself. Well, one of the things I've been working on a lot lately is to listen with intent. Ah. right. So to make sure that when someone's talking to me, I'm giving them a hundred percent of my attention. I'm not just waiting to talk back. Yeah, and that I mean that has helped me. I don't know if it's helped my creativity, but it's helped my ability to, like you said articulate how I feel because I have a better understanding of what they're saying. Yep, that's, that's going to be very helpful. And I, I do different kind of things because, you know, sometimes I change my way of doing things mm. in the meeting room. Really? <laughs> sometimes I don't write. <laughs> I just listen all along and then I reflect back when I the meeting is done. Mm. Okay? Um, that's not how I do it. So what I'm trying to say is that because... It's, it's very easy just to go with what we are used to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't know that we did that, you know, all the time. Mm. So if you want to be creative, it start from, you know, what you see and what you believe. Mm. So I, I would encourage, you know, sometimes we have to do something differently. Okay, and, and I, I like to meet different people also. So, so by listening to, you know, people at the other end of me, <laughs> like you know, kid and younger people. Yeah, the <laughs> other end of the spectrum, <laughs> I, yeah. I learned so much because mm. you know, yeah. Yeah, they definitely have a different insight than us, right? Exactly. Yeah, a lot of times it's interesting because I've noticed this. I work with a lot of. I don't work with a lot of young kids, but I work with a lot of startups who maybe the founders are 22, 23 years old, and one of the things that blows me away all the time is how much their lack of experience gives them you know such wide perspective whereas i'm 40 years old now and i know that's not old old but it's old it's about 20 years older than some of these kids i thought you were just 29 
That's what I tell people. Okay. <laughs> My hairline gives it away, <laughs> though. But um, a, a lot of times what I do is when I'm listening to them, I, I, I realize, like, wow, all of my experience really narrows my focus on some of these these problems and and where i can add value to them i do but where they add val- tons of value to me is by showing me they they don't have this experience of been not had this project work or, or been shot down on this idea before and so there's no limits actually what you just shared with me is the heart of what we are talking about which is the innovation mm. A lot of time, we think that people who are innovative are people who are very daring and they have experience or exposures. Mm. But in fact, it's not. It could be anyone with a different viewpoint. And when we talk about diversity of ideas, mm. we are not talking about you know how much you have known certain stuff. Mm. It's the experience that's different. Okay, mm. it's the perspective that we are looking for. And I, I found myself uh, more enjoyable working with different groups of people, especially the young, you know, the, um, the Gen Z, mm. simply because um, they bring in perspective that I never, never thought of. Okay? So when I, when I do you know, university teaching now today, mm. it's very different from I did that 15 years ago mm. because the kids will not ask textbook questions. They come in with the mindset of they want to be successful, so they ask something very practical. Mm. And then by asking me that kind of question, I form you know, my own thinking of, oh, you know, there's a lot of different ways of doing things. Mm. And then that is how you bring in your experience with different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And that's where we have innovation, mm. you know, different ideas. So it's not about how much you know, or you know how old you are. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not. There's no such a direct correlation at all. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the experience and you know, like you said, the ability to to ask. Now, it, all great, all great insights and great I, great tips to practice. How can we start to take that from daily practice of change the way we go to work, change the route, or change the thing we eat to applying that creative mindset mm. at work? Oh, making it as, a, as part of what you do for a living. Mm. Um, many companies, they, they just don't encourage people to be creative, right? They reward people for being creative. Mm. You, no, can, do, you no. can do something very simple, you know, don't come to work for a day. <laughs> you can work anywhere. So long you could generate, you know, wow ideas mm. that could be tested. If if that is the belief of the top management, you know, mm. then you know you are sending the message that you know you are looking for creativity. So it also takes that that environment being fostered then to allow people to step outside. Exactly. The example I share is a hypothetical, meaning you don't have to do that because yeah. maybe it's too outrageous to just you know, you know tell hundreds of your employees just mm. to stay home and be creative, right? Don't work from a Starbucks. Why not? Yeah. Why not? And actually, you know, research confirmed that people are more productive coming up with different ideas and different solutions when you are stress-free, mm. when you are creative, meaning when you are in the environment where you can just be yourself and, you know, just spend your time with your loved one. Mm. So, and, you know, reward people with the creativity. Mm. Meaning, you know, if you want people to be creative, you know, you you reward them for what they bring in, 
they are different from what you used to have. So sometimes, you know, I would encourage the um, the management to look for weird idea from the employees. Mm, weird. Yeah, why not? And if that weird idea could be carried further, then you know, because weird idea that comes with employee needs and motivation, they are pretty much very insightful. It's a good way to look at. Or maybe we turn another way around in a meeting. There's a lot of you know junior people talking and the senior people listening. Mm. <laughs> That's how you create the creative environment. Or could be another way around. Now, I know you've worked with a lot of companies on creativity right. and developing creative mindset. Have you ever run into a company that was just so anti-creativity? And don't don't share names. But okay. Like, have you ever run into a situation where it you thought it was hopeless going in? <laughs> I, let me let me put it this way. Um, I <laughs> think. You are, you are asking very difficult question. No, there's a lot of company who are expecting the creative outcome. Yeah. Right. So, but but they they co- they impose you know way to do things on the mm. process along the way. Mm. You're not gonna get that because you are following you know the procedure. Mm. Okay. So they are they are very few company. Uh, I won't tell you the name, but yeah, I don't tell me the name. I, don't I, say. I'm <laughs> excited learning that you know they, they let people do things differently. You can wear pajama to work. It's not you know that day of the month that you could wear, but it could be any day. Mm. Why not? You know, um, depends on what you wear for pajamas. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right, but the point is that if, if you want people to be creative. Um, they need to create their own creative zone, mm. right? And today we are not in the world of form and format. Mm. So if we focus less on the you know the format of form, mm. then you are sending the message that it's very important. The mm. creativity is very important, and also um, the top management and the senior manager as a role model that are very important. If you're telling people that you want to be creative. But you usually don't take, you know, weird idea at all. If you're shutting down creativity, exactly. you can't tell people you exactly. want to be creative. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And that I think is could be the pitfall, you know, of mo- many types of organization because mm. we we focus so much on the process without having the creative mindset. Mm. That was the first question that you touched on. Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, we hope that there will be the magic in the way we do things to come up with the ideas that are brilliant. But we forget that you know the creativity start from you know the mindset, meaning you know it's it's what you think and you know how you think you would do things. So that's how I see it. You got to get people to approach it. I don't know whether I answer your question, but that you know, y- y- you definitely skirted around it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you didn't want to go into a yes or no on companies. I was just I was prodding you a bit there, but uh, Dr. Dan, I want to wrap it up. But as a last thought, if you can leave our listeners with something. You know, we talked about changing your daily routines, you know, trying to break habits, listening more. What are what are a few other things that a listener could do to start to develop more of a creative mindset and implement? Okay. Uh, one of the best ways would be that they, they need to practice mm. what they learn. So if, if the company could think about how they could design the experience, I use the term the creative experience, in whatever they do mm. with the team, that would be very helpful. It could be about, you know, 
how they run the meeting. Mm-hmm. It could be about how they spend the evening together after you know, long day work, heavy day, budgeting day, stuff like that. So anything at all, you don't have to do a lot, but you just do things that are very you know, consistent to what you are, you know, you want it to be. Practice what you preach. Exactly. Great. And 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 the um, the head of the team are very important. Mm. You have to feel that you are creative before you encourage people or you ask people to be creative. Well, that could definitely be. I, I could picture some companies, some organizations that I've worked with, mandating that their team leads or their managers help people be more creative, mm. but they don't have creative team leads or managers. I, I, I could see that being a classic uh, downfall for some companies. And once in a while, just make bold decision or crazy decision. Mm. I won't tell you, but if I tell you the example, you will know about my boss. My <laughs> ex-boss, yeah. he want to launch something, you know, the Western food in Thailand. Okay. And, you know, back 30 years ago, there was no such a thing as this. Mm. If he were to do market research, People will say that no, Thai people don't eat cheese, so they will not work. Mm. He did not believe that, and he go for it. And now it's a billion baht business. Very few years after that. Mm. So the point I'm trying to say is sometimes you know, you need to take bold decision. You, have to have you need to go against the norm. Mm. Yeah, but but I'm not saying you know forget about you know systematic market research or consumer mm. research. I'm just sa- trying to say that sometimes you just have to be creative. You just have to be bold enough. Take a risk. Exactly. Oh, not If not, calculate the risk. Mm, absolutely. Well, Dr. Dan, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to our next conversation. Thank you. You've been listening to the Self-Disruption Podcast, brought to you by SEAC. To find amazing resources on lifelong learning, leadership, and innovation, you can check them out at seasiacenter.com, as well as their links in the show notes. And for more great conversations like this one, you can find our archive at selfdisruptionpodcast.com.